Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and on today's podcast, we have three returning guests today. We have the boys from Backpage Gaming, Jack and Robbie, and we also have Mark Foot Trader. Mark, I want to go to you first. Obviously, congratulations to Sunderland, finally getting out of League One after what feels like forever. But Mark, how's your experience from the game recently? And I know when we had you last on, you were looking forward to uh, a certain team of the season card. Uh, did he come out by any chance? Yeah, so first of all, appreciate the comment. Just about recovered from yesterday, so all good. But yeah, he did his dirty again. Fell out with him and it quickly got me on the good side again with a nice little icon moments back. Um, but yeah, I've been doing all right. Just enjoying the game, trying not to sweat it and it's all good because we're going back to the championship now. <laughs> about time as well. And I think hopefully... Uh... It was a weird one too with Sunderland. Again, Ross Stewart again missed out and then last year he should have had the... Um, who was the one last one? Charlie Wyke as well. So maybe he had something against Sunderland. I mean, they gave you the uh, Jermaine Defoe end of era card, but maybe they thought that was uh, that was enough for Sunderland in the end. Um, we'll go to the back page game boys as well. Jack, welcome back. I know we've uh, had you on recently. Robbie was uh, been a little bit busy. Um, good to have you back on the Robbie. Jack, we'll go to you first though. Kind of, how's your experience from the game recently? And uh, how are you feeling about FIFA with, uh, with Tots right now too? I really enjoyed it, to be fair. I think the fact that we've got something to play for that's worthwhile in champs makes it hugely more entertaining. You know, the, the games is a lot more on the line. I know last night I clutched up, got ranked three. Rewards weren't the greatest, but there's the excitement again. You know, getting that extra rank and it matches the kind of sweat that you put in. Um, for me, team of the season is always great. It's really easy to change your team. Like for me, I've gone through three different defenses, defenses <laughs> in the last three weeks. It's crazy how much it changes, and it's it's really been fun. And are you? Do you miss the thirty game weekend leagues? This is the important question. Do you miss the thirty game weekend league? Or are you happy with how it's been currently? No, I, I love it now. Honestly, like twenty games. You, I've, I was finished on Saturday like afternoon. I didn't even speed them or anything it was brilliant and then you know you've got the rest of the weekend to enjoy and equally you've got until like what Wednesday morning to finish them if you do want to spread them out a little more I think it was a great balance they've got this year to be fair okay okay I can I can I can see where you come from there as well I, I do miss it the 30s a little bit but again I guess it is nice to uh, have more time to to actually do stuff other than play FIFA all the time and Robbie for you uh, how was your experience with the game recently I know we've not had, not had you on in a while and uh, kind of how's uh, Tots been a little bit so far for you as well? Yeah, thanks for getting us back on. Obviously, like I say, a bit, a bit busy. But yeah, I've, I've been enjoying the game. I think Team of the Season definitely reignites the flame for a lot of people in terms of engagement, being able to rip so many upgrade packs each week, packing, you know, high-rated players, regardless of if they're super usable or not, they, they're fodder. Um, and then with Red Picks, well, I've had a few decent ones. I've had a Fred, I had a Son. Uh, last week was awful. I got Frimpong and Neuer. Um but yeah, pretty pretty decent overall. Uh, me and Jack both got 16 wins one week. I don't know if uh, Jack was on after that or before that. We both got the exact same guaranteed Prem Team of Season pack. It was absolutely rigged. I think we got like Bruno, uh, Allison, and Rice, I think. The worst possible. Yeah, literally the worst possible pack. Other than that, um, opened a few Icon packs. I've had, in moments when I've had Crespo, I've had a Nedved, and I've had a Pulse Goal. So... <laughs> Pretty damn bad in that regard. But other than that, yeah, man, I'm loving it. That's the thing. Even with the... You say that as the worst Prem Tots 
pack possible, but that's probably at least around what 200k from that one minimum. Like 230, I think we got for it in the end. Something like that. Come on, we're dreaming, aren't we? I'm <laughs> there thinking, oh, I'll get Ronaldo, Mane, and Salah in this one probably, and then here I am with 200k to my name. Yeah, it's better than nothing. I uh, I think my one last week was uh, was a measly probably about 100k, and going back to last year too, I think I was buzzing. I got. I got the elite three in Bundesliga tots, and then I got three players who were both all worth like twenty k. So I made about sixty k from it last nice. year. So at least this year, I felt like you're making more money from it, and it's easy to get it. Um, yeah. And obviously, sixteen wins isn't too bad. I know Xbox is a little bit easier, but it's not too bad. <laughs> I disagree. We're shaking our heads right and now. And to be fair, I'm the I'm the only person on the podcast today who plays on PlayStation, so uh, <laughs> a little bit of number today. Um, but Mark, I want to go back to you now as well. Obviously, we're three weeks into team of the season. Kind of, how will you? How have your first three weeks of team of the season been? Obviously, I know we didn't get the Ross Stewart, so that's probably a little downer for you there. But apart from that, kind of, um, what's been good for you so far, and what you're looking forward to with the rest of Tots as well? Yeah, um, I don't have many complaints overall. I'm never going to be like these boys here hitting 16 wins in foot champs every week. I'm happy with my five on my nine. But, <laughs> One thing that I have really enjoyed is the number of objectives coming out. And I know some are in squad battles or rivals. Some have their own friendly mode and then some are just any mode at all to play. So whilst you're playing game modes for different things, you're unlocking these cards or getting you're getting some high-rated fodder for it. You get a few paths on the go as well. So that's something I've really enjoyed. The Each week when they bring out the tournament, so far we've had the Premier League and the Bundesliga one where you can play three games a day. I've enjoyed that, just getting the player picks and the packs from that. Seems like we've got icon packs every week, so everything's done. And then I grind throughout the week, get the objectives done, just to throw them in the icon picks on a Sunday. Um, so far, though, I'm not going to complain because I've had five moments bullet, five moments Pele, and then I did one just before I got Carlos Alberto, so I was pretty disappointed that it wasn't our nine, the way my luck was going. But I won't complain too much. But yeah, I just think the variety of things we've got to grind right now that's what i like about fifa and especially this time of year yeah that's one thing again i think ea will go into a letter on the podcast too obviously with the go through the teams and kind of the additional players released with these team of the season teams anyway but they've done pretty well as far as having additional content to grind for again we all know that team of the season again you are going to pack at least one or two tops players from each team if you are playing it i think a decent amount anyway but you're obviously not always guaranteed to get some of the better ones, but again, there is always opportunities too to grind objective players to kind of do maybe additional icon packs. Maybe not everyone's blessed with the with a lot of fodder and coins to do loads of icon packs, but if you do want to rip one or two, there is obviously the always the opportunity to do that. And with the amount of kind of fodder packs, whether it be with icon swaps too, and obviously we've got the the tot swaps every now added into of the with the eighty four plus times twenty five things of like that. There always is a lot of stuff going on in the game to do, which I think is why everyone seems to love TOTS. And it always, again, if you are, if you aren't loving the game pre-TOTS, TOTS will always get you back into it at least a little bit. It's just kind of post-TOTS is where I think EA may struggle with a little bit. Robbie, go to you next in this one. Kind of how are your first three weeks of team of season been? I know you've kind of gone through your reds a little bit and you kind of have you packed from rewards. But apart from that, kind of are you liking TOTS so far? And anything else you're looking forward to with the rest of TOTS too? Yeah, I am. I think they've been pretty good squads. I think the main leagues are... Definitely, obviously, they're overshadowing the, the the little leagues. I think the little leagues have been somewhat carried just by one or two players, sort of overpowering the rest of them. Like you've got Taliska and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's, I've really enjoyed it. I mean, the upgrade packs. I think a little bit weird. I think last week not having anything to put common golds into other than like a gold upgrade was a bit rough. 
Um, you know, when, you open, when you're opening like Jumbo Premium Gold players packs and you get like 17 non-rares non and there's like nothing to put them into, it's just a bit rough. And I think the player picks were extortionately priced last week. They were like 11 rares for one of three 80 plus Bundesliga. I don't think I got a player higher than 83 in it. Um, so that was a bit rough. But I did get Kimmich in my uh, Division Rivals rewards and tradable. Um, just woke up. I was very confused when I saw him. Jack seen the reaction. I was, <laughs> I was startled pretty much. Um, so that helped. And then obviously, like I say, I got Son, uh, which is, is pretty nice. And I also got Laporte in my community team of season guarantee. He was very solid as well. But... Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying it. Hopefully the uh, the last few leagues that they knock out are, are just as good. I'm excited for League 1. I'm excited for Ultimate Team as well. Serie, I think, not having a, a marquee player like they had Ronaldo in previous years, I think they might struggle with it a little bit with that one, but we'll see what they do. Maybe they'll bring out like a, someone really juicy. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing with Serie I'm That's the only league that I'm nervous about a little bit because yeah. off the top of my head, again, I'm, I'm not a Serie A avid watcher or anything like that. And the only player I can think of really who may get a really juiced up card is probably Vlahovic, possibly. I know he's not, not done great at Juve. I know he had a great start of the season, though. And obviously, he's got the future stars. So we'll see a boost on that card there. But apart from that, again, like you said, there isn't any marquee player unless they do want to go down the route of kind of an end of era card with a Dybala or a Chiellini, maybe even like a, an Ibra card. I don't know if Ibra's done enough to deserve a Tots card. But again, EA don't. Don't always like to give players who deserve tots cards. Tots cards. Again, we've seen with uh, somehow Bruno Fernandes got in the team of the season. So maybe maybe an Eber in there will be like the marquee player if they do some up quite a lot. I know everyone loved the winter wild card, winter wild card Ebra, and uh, possibly the one card I've not seen in anyone's team, even though he's over easily over one mil still. So maybe Serie A can surprise us there. But again, Liga and I know for sure will be uh, will be a quality league. And Jack, for you. Um, How's your first few weeks of Tots been and uh, anything else you're looking forward to with the rest of the team of the season? Yeah, like I said uh, earlier, we've got such an opportunity to change your team quite a lot because, you know, you, we've got most people have got a couple of icons now at this point and you can just slot in, you know, that red player that you got or, you know, whoever you got from your guarantee. Like for me, I was blessed with De Bruyne, um, really great player, and he has been doing the business for me. In terms of what I'm looking forward to, I'm hoping we get some bigger uh, SBCs, you know. We've had a lot of these kind of like 100k, 150k player SBCs. I know Isco is a little bit more expensive that we'll touch on later, but I'm hoping to see either some big icons, um, maybe like a Cruyff. Is that too much to ask? Like a real, I want like a really expensive SBC to grind towards, uh, or maybe like a couple more players that are like 500k plus, simply because I think... Having these kind of like these lower tier 100k players, it's not so exciting, you know, getting them because uh, they're not going to drastically change how you perform in weekend league, whereas those bigger ones will do that. Yeah, that's been the weird one for me. I know I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm blessed with an amazing team, but a lot of these SPCs recently haven't kind of tempted me to do any of them. And obviously, no, Isco will get into again, but he was a little bit more. But apart from that, it's been a lot of kind of between 50 to 100k SPCs that. Again, I'm more targeted towards players who are kind of, I guess, newer to the game or they haven't got a great team. But I feel as though we've kind of been lacking with a few kind of, I say, premium SBCs, which, again, throughout this year, I will say one thing that we probably had a lack of premium SBCs throughout the whole year. Again, you've got obviously the, a few player of the month cards here and there, which you can consider premium. Again, you've got the, the CR7 now, but he's had a lot more other cards too. Obviously, going back to Mbappe as well. But apart from that, the only one I can think of is like an uh, actual premium one that wasn't a kind of performance-based form would probably be Varane. 
back in mm-hmm. the uh, team of the year. But apart from that, there's been not very many going back to a, a few previous years. I can remember around team of the year, we had a, that Leroy Sane card and Eden Hazard. Um, but obviously, I know we're getting into kind of tots, the end of tots. We'll see a lot of Endvira ones, which hopefully kind of add to that kind of premium SPC kind of, I won't say genre, but kind of a region of those cards. So hopefully we see that. And like I said, Serie A could be where we see some of them with Keelini Dybala. But again, we'll have to see what uh, what Sheriff decides to uh, add into the game, seeing as he basically is in charge of Omic team. Um, but I do want to go over now the uh, the previous two teams. Again, we've got, we'll go through Bundesliga and Saudi League. Obviously, Bundesliga will be the uh, the main talking point here because, again, Saudi League. Uh, I'm not sure anyone's really used many of those players there. But, Mark, I'll go back to you first. Obviously, Bundesliga... Thoughts on the team, any players that you've kind of stood out to you, any players that you've used, and then uh, we'll get your rating out of 10 for Bundesliga as well, Mark. Yeah, so it was actually a weird one. Um, last weekend I was away, so I wasn't very active on FIFA. Basically, just got champs done and I didn't have a chance to look fully at the Bundesliga team until later on. But I did manage to get Haaland and Neuer out of my reds. I think Neuer, again, it's the same thing we see throughout any team in the season right now. The goalkeepers in the game don't matter too much. So I think he's just a standard goalkeeper for me. Haaland, he was okay. But again, my team's at the point now where I've got better players play ahead of him. I like I did like the look of the centre-back and Dicker because when I got, obviously, the Neuer card and I did do the showdown to Costa who came out, which... It was pretty nice he came out around that same time. So I did look at, as we said, changing my team up because of the players I got, which was good. But then, again, this week comes along and my back, back line on my team's changing once again. So, so yeah, I think, obviously, you've got your big hitters, your Lewandowski, your Kimmiches, Bellingham and Kunku, who all look solid cards. And then I tried the lone version of Wurtz in friendlies. And he was OK, but he wasn't anything too special to be honest. But yeah, I think overall it was a solid team. They did the best they could with what they have. Obviously, every every top player in the Bundesliga can't get into the team of the season with it being performance-based. But yeah, I think it was... A, is it going to be the best team? I don't think so. But it was solid. I think we've touched on briefly the upgrades and the player picks were a bit expensive for it. But I think it's a solid 6, 7 out of 10. I think that would be fair. 7 out of 10? Okay. I, I can get behind that. Again, I think, again, it's one of those leagues that I think not many people look forward to Bundesliga. I know obviously we've got the, the big, few big boys in there as well. Um, but I can uh, I can definitely get behind, a, get behind a 7 out of 10. Jack Gerti next in this one. Obviously, Bundesliga, thoughts on the team, any players that stood out to you, kind of players that you've used. And then obviously rate the uh, the whole promo out of 10 for that for the past week. Okay, so I've actually used a fair few of these guys. Uh, like Mark said, we've got the Bundesliga, you know, we had the Prem Cup and then we've had the Bundesliga Cup. I just finished my last win for that today. Um, so I've used, you know, I actually bought some of these players just to try out. I got Davies and Indica Red. Both of them are fantastic, absolutely amazing uh, defenders. Both in my main team with Guardiol. Only got did a Guardiol today. I did Suli. Great objective card for free. Um, Granted, his jumping's a little bit low, but he still uh, hangs with the big boys. Muller, I think, is criminally underrated. 65k for that card is a steal. He's really good. Diaby, 100k. Very good card. Reviewed him. Was impressed by him. Maybe just a bit of a winger. I know Sam, uh, our friend, uh, backpage Sam, he got Unkunku red. 
and fell in love with the man. You know, it's like he'd been whisked away to uh, to Leipzig for lunch or something with him. Wurtz, like Mark said, I thought he was a bit generic, really. He felt like a, like a good generic attacker, you know, nothing too special. And I got Haaland out of play pick, and he was okay. But yeah. Apart Har from that, it's a solid team, I think. Like, there wasn't... Like, the, I think out of the reds you could get, if you get one of four, you were more than likely going to get something decent. Um, obviously, the dream was Bellingham. I did not get my dream, um, so I'm just looking at him from afar still. Yeah, Haaland's a weird one. I think Haaland has the ability to always be quality on FIFA. Just for some reason, EA do not want to give that guy four-star skill moves. They will yeah. literally, they will never give him four-star skills unless he's in like a foot birthday promo. He will never get above three-star skills for some God knows reason. But also I can agree with Andy Diaby, I think it's a weird one because I think Virtus obviously is a lot more expensive than Diaby, whether because he's a central card, maybe. But I thought Diaby played way better than Virtus. I got them both red. Although Virtus is good. He's very similar to, like, say, a Bernardo Silva um, and kind of a Phil Foden too. But again, like you said, a very generic kind of attacking midfielder too. And obviously, Jack, want to get your rating out of 10 for the Bundesliga 2. Are you going to go with a 7 out of 10 or are you going to go a little, little bit higher? I think 7, simply marked down because of the cost of the upgrades. Because that's the most fun part, in my opinion. You're chasing that blue um, and not being able to chase them for cheap is never nice. Okay, a 7. And Robbie, for you mm -hmm. next, obviously, same questions here. Thoughts on the team, any players you've used or stood out to you? And then uh, also we'll go through and get your rating out of 10 and see if you were uh, going to go over 7 again. Yeah, I think it's a good team. I think the issue is, for me, when I was doing upgrades, I was thinking who actually in this team would go in my team. Um, so my team at the minute is very stacked in the midfield and the defence. And none of the attacking players in this team would change my team, to be honest. Like Lewandowski, fair enough, he's a quality player, but he's not going to outplace like a player month Mbappe or something like that. Haaland, again, I actually used him. I know Jack knows that I fell in love with him for a brief fleeting moment. Um, and then I got my head checked and then I realised he's got three-star skills. Um, but if you look at how fun of the game, he is a hell of a lot of fun. He scored five goals in the first game I played with him. He's fantastic. Um, if you were a player that likes a, a big fella up front, doesn't mind having a, the three-star skills, a lot, a lot of fun. Um... I wish I got Bellingham, I can't lie. I'm happy with Kimmich though. Kimmich is actually very good. Um, it's a shame that I've got... Like, I've done like, moments of the at SBC. Um, so I can't really play him CDM. So he's a sort of a box-to-box -box for me at the minute. And he does it fantastically well. I know I was defending Kimmich from my life when Jack was coming for him a few weeks ago. Saying how good his stats are. But yeah, honestly, he's fantastic. Uh, and then and Kunku as well. I used him in a few co-op games with Sam. I think he is genuinely one of the best players in the game he is fantastic he, he could play anywhere across the front four the middle two even at fullback honestly he's brilliant the fact he's only 1.4 mil and that Benzema is like uh three mil I won't talk about it too much um is ridiculous they're both French as well I don't know and I think Jack touched a little bit as well the Sula card makes it really good a very good free objective card He's brilliant. I'm using him at the minute. Like I say, he's only got 46 jumping, I think, but he's six foot five. Like he doesn't need to jump at all, really. And then the SPCs weren't that bad. I think the best one for me was that Gavardial for about 100k. If you need a centre back, very good player. Very good player. The only thing letting it down for me, the attackers give Holland a four star, make the upgrades cheaper. I'm gonna go a 7.5. I'm gonna up it a little bit. I think that the Sula and the Gavardial for me make it a little bit a little bit higher. Okay, I I would. I'm going to 
I, w- I would say a 7.5 is probably more fair, I guess. I'd probably lean more towards an 8 purely, I guess, because I packed uh, in Kung Ku from uh, the 84 plus. The the one that actually, the one that glitched, and if you opened it, it kind of sent you back oh. to the game, and then you had to go back yeah. to your unassigned. And I was doing it on my phone, it glitched, went to my unassigned, and then the CA uh, Blue and Kunku just sat there staring back at me. And I was like, is this, this, is this meant to happen? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but yeah, and Kunku can vouch. Incredible player. I'm using him right now as a, uh, a RAM in a uh, 4 triple two again, on real card. Surely, I don't know how you, I mean, it's tough to say a player at 1.5, 1.4 mil is cheap. But again, definitely worth every penny for that. And like I said, he can literally play anywhere. I wasn't sure whether to play him kind of as a boxer box or in an attacking role, but in a in a full triple two again does does great on the offensive side and obviously gets back in as well and kind of defends solidly for me as well. But obviously Sula as well. Definitely we'll touch on the uh, when we go into La Liga La Liga two, but he had done really well with these objective cards so far. And I think Sula possibly again would have been at least be hundred K plus on the market if he was a was a tradable player too. And obviously the Bundesliga Bundesliga German, Bayern Munich again, great links again with Davies, with Neuer. Um, really, really good good from EA there, so fair play. And then uh, we're going to roll into Saudi League. I feel like Saudi League will kind of be a, a quick little run through. And uh, Rob, I'll go to you first on this one here though. Saudi League, um, thoughts on the team? Probably only two players will go through. Uh, players stood out to you and then we'll go through a rating out of 10. We'll do it for a minor league. I know last week we kind of... Uh, we're rating it out of ten as a whole, but we'll do a we'll do a minor league rating out of ten here for the uh, for the Saudi league. Yeah. Um, so a little touch on fodder packs. That Chaffee, the Algerian centre back, I got him in both my eighty four times twenty five. I'm eighty two times twenty five as my highest rated player in both. So I'd rather not speak about him. Um, but Taliska, I picked him up. Um, he was like a mil the other day, and now he's I bought him for four eight five, and now he's rebounded a little bit to five forty. Fantastic player, honestly. If he was in a major league, he'd be a million coins easily. He's brilliant. He's got a five-star skill upgrade. He's six foot three. He's got finesse shot, outside foot shot traits. He's strong. He's big. I've only played eight games with him, but I love him. I'm going to find it hard to, to take him out of the team. I've not done the review of Jack yet. This is the first time Jack hearing me rave about him. But yeah, if you've maybe got a few Brazilian icons, I've got Cafu. Give him a go. Honestly, he's a perfect striker. He's fantastic. Um... In terms of the other players, like Romarinho looks okay, but I just think he'd probably be on that borderline of generic, only having four-star, four-star. There'll, there'll be better players out there for that price. Benega looks decent, and the rest is just fodder, isn't it, really? I mean, that I did that Carlos Jr. SBC just because it was 84 rated, and I had a duplicate Harry Maguire. He will probably never see the light of day, so I probably won't speak about that too much. But it's one of them, the juiced cards... No one's gonna touch anyone other than Tusker and Romarino, really, are they? No, but pushy for a rating here. What are you saying? Are you gonna go there a higher side here? Obviously, Ooh. thinking about it too, we've had EFL, we've had Iridivise, and obviously we'll touch on in a minute the Liga yeah. Nos, but kind of rating out of ten for this one. So is the rating taken into account just the minor leagues? Just the minor leagues, correct. Okay. Um I'll give it an eight point five. Yeah. Okay. That's... Just because of Taliska. Like there's no, in that EFL team this season, not a single one of them would have made my team. I think Taliska is in danger of making a lot of people's teams if they get him. Okay. I'll stand by that. We'll uh we'll go to Mark next. I know Mark said he's used uh, a player that we've not spoken about yet. Um but Mark, obviously thoughts on the Saudi League team. Uh any players obviously that stood out to you and uh, we'll get your rating out of ten for the team as well. 
Yeah, again, I think it's always hard with the minor leagues because they're not really in demand as much. Or there might be one player, as we mentioned, with Pulisca in demand from the team. And everyone else is a little bit irrelevant. They just get put into any SBC that you can throw them into. So it's always hard, I feel like. You sort sort of lost before they've even begun. But yeah, I did actually use a Gallo. Um, I think I got him out of the guaranteed um, team of the season pack. And then whoever the objective was, I needed some Saudi players, so I whacked him up top. He was a big old clunk up there, bagged a few goals and didn't do much else. Quickly got thrown into an icon SBC afterwards. So, yeah, there's there's nothing really much which excites me here. Obviously, Pelisca's nice, but is he a player I'm going to buy? No, because I can't do skills on the game anyway, so it's irrelevant. <laughs> well, I think comparing it to other teams, it's much better than EFL. Because I think if I was to rate the EFL, it would probably be a zero, being honest. <laughs> Mainly just because Ross Stewart, if, if he was in, it would have been an 11 out of 10. Um, but it wasn't. So, yeah, comparing this to the other ones, I, I think a 7 and 8 is probably fair. We had some nice objectives, high rated. And, yeah, there's not much I can say about it because apart from a Gallo, I didn't really pack anyone. I didn't really use anyone else. So, I think I, I'll go I, I'll go an 8. I won't sit on the fence. I'll give it an 8 as well. Okay, an 8. Okay. And then uh, Jack... Jack, who you next here? No pressure. I mean, we've had some high range for this one here. Um, obviously, thoughts on the team, thoughts on the uh, the three good players in this team, and then uh, we'll get your rating too. Can't believe the numbers I'm hearing, Bristol. Honestly, I'm <laughs> looking at this team and I just see a team full of fodder. I see Taliska, who is like obviously a goat. You know, he's he's always a bit of a cult hero on FIFA. Romarino, I must admit, I actually packed me in one game this weekend league, but equally. I don't know, they're just boring. I don't see why they don't boost them a little bit more. Because you look at the ratings, you know, like say, I don't know, Quaver, you know, for one, he sounds like a bloody crisp. He's a 91 <laughs> rated. And his stats just aren't that great. I'm just not bothered by him at all. Alioski, who cares? Rubbish card. They're just rubbish. That's the problem that I've got with this minor league. There is no reason for them to make the minor league low rated on purpose you know make the chafey boy that robbie packed at least a 90 make it a bit more interesting um boost the skills weak foot i got bruno enrique so in my guarantee i dared to dream like the fool that i am i saw brazil i thought okay well that's talisca uh, it wasn't i was brought back to earth immediately i don't get why they couldn't just boost him a bit more and then also i think the minor leagues have always got the disadvantage of the fact that they tend to be, you know, different nationalities, let's say, from the, the major leagues. You know, like Quaver is from Peru, is that? Yeah, Peru. Hagazi is Egyptian. There's not a way to link them into your main team if they even are really good. It's difficult to see why you'd, why you'd use them when equally you're getting reds from the big major leagues. There's no reason for you to, you know, to experiment with these guys. And uh, go on, rating here. What are you saying, rating? Why are you going to go high again? Eight point five eight. What are you saying for like this one? Four. A four. four. In for, to for, a minor, for a minor league, you're going four out of ten. You think? You think? I'm not interested. Are you saying you saying EFL, Eredivisie, or Liga Nos are better than this one? Eredivisie was was definitely good. I'm just they don't excite me. I'm just I can't help it. I know I'm meant to compare them to the minor leagues, but I just I can't. 
Okay. I ha- simply cannot. A, a hard man to please here, Jack is. I am. I, I can vouch you there. I feel like, again, with the minor leagues, again, it's always tough to link these guys in. At least EA boosts up these cards so they are, they are again, as good as some of the other leagues. And even again, even if they are going to say a, a Prem Tots player, a La Liga Tots player, you still aren't going to get you get in your team easily. So again, Taliska is a prime example of that. Is a is a great great card. Again, if he was in any other top league, that card would be easily one point five one mil upwards. But the fact he's in a minor league, he's half a million right now. Absolutely still for that price, you can at least make a lot of these other cards very very usable. Again, it doesn't matter. Again, they probably will not get another objective or sorry another promo card in the rest of FIFA. Again, he does not reward Saudi league players with good booster cards throughout the year anyway so again you've got Alioski, Hagazi, Chaffee and all these cards here who if you boost them up massively they still won't be in teams but at least make you think about it anyway if you see these cards now you'll never see them other than in a league SPC solution or sorry not a league SPC but in, in an SPC solution and it's just a bit disappointing again anyway again we've got we've got EFL who had a few good players no one amazing Iridivisi obviously have Gravenberch apart from that was a bit hit and miss these minor leagues need to be way better to at least make us even want to think about getting them in your team. Because other than that, it's just, again, it's a second thought. And it's more so just another way of filling up packs with, again, fodder, with other things. And to make you think, oh, I've got a team this season. Oh, wait, it's a minor league one. It doesn't matter anyway. So it's a bit of a weird one there. But I do want to roll into now, uh, again, a, a league which I think, personally, we have seen possibly the best team this season release so far. It's going to be in La Liga Tots. And Robbie, we'll go to you first in this one again. I know you went with a, a high rate for Saudi League, so hopefully we'll see how La Liga goes to, goes for you as well. Obviously, I know it's a major league one, so the rating will be a little bit different. But what's your thoughts on the teams? Any players stood out to you? Players you've used already? And then we'll go over the additional players. Obviously, Navas objective, Fatty objective, then Isco SBC2. And then finally, the rating out of 10. Yeah, it's a very good team. I think, I don't know why they announced it on the Thursday. I don't probably just screwing Sheriff over, I guess, maybe. Um, but yeah, at first glance, it's a very good team. Uh, I've not actually used any of them yet. Uh, I was away on the Friday, and Jack, like the legend that he has, got in so many men for reviews. Um, I think Vinicius, obviously, I've not even started my Foot Champs games, but I would love that man in my red picks. Uh, Felix as well, who Jack fell in love with. I think one for me that stands out, 40k for that Canales with those stats is ridiculously priced. That's insanely cheap. I think as a box-to-box centre mid or maybe like a right mid in a 3-5-2, he'll be fantastic. Um, I actually packed uh, the Koundé from the draft frenzy objective for like three draft wins. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely give him a go. I think Akuna as well, pretty underpriced. Play him centre mid, he'll be fantastic. Benzema is one that has divided opinion amongst the back page boys. Um, Sam really liked him. Me and Jack says he is absolutely not worth 3 million coins. He looks good. 3 million coins, you could get a mid or nine. You could get like a moment to your saviour. I don't know. I, I can't stand by it. And I think Fakir as well is... It's a shame they've not made him five-star because I feel like his birthday one just is not that much worse in stats with a five-star skill. Could be a little bit more valuable. But yeah. Other than that, yeah. Very good team. Out of 10? Uh, taking into account Fatty as well and Isco look very good Fatty looks fantastic I'm going to give it I'll give it a 9.25 okay 9.2 and I'll, we didn't mention also Dan Juma too I know Dan Juma probably won't yeah, yeah. change that rating at all um, 
But yeah, definitely agree with you there. That's one thing Benzema too that I see 3.2 mil. I'm like, okay, this card, I think that 3, 3 mil, whatever price tag, purely comes back from his flashback card because everyone loved that card and everyone thinks this card here is going to be so good. But looking at him, known as body type, he reminds me a lot of a, a team of the Lewandowski anyway. And to me, Lewandowski is so cheap. Obviously, you know, the nationality in the league comes in there as well. But I don't believe this Benzema card is going to... He's worth three mil. I think he'll keep dropping anyway. I hope he keeps dropping because I want to use him. But I don't believe he's worth the price tag he's at right now. Obviously, Vinny definitely warrants that price tag. Uh, but again, this team, very, very good. The only thing that I'll mention about this team that annoys me with these cards is the fact that Luka Modric dynamic image is way too big for the card. And um, again, I've not got OCD, but that really bothers me seeing how big Luka Modric's head is. Um, and it actually scares me a little bit because I think he's going to jump out of the card anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll go to, we'll go Jack next. We'll leave Mark to last on this one. Jack, what are you saying about the La Liga talks? Are you liking it? Obviously, I'm going to assume you are because the team's so good, but obviously, rain out of 10, thoughts on the players, views anyone yet. And uh, yeah, the, the final rating will be important here. So I've used, like Rob says, I've used a fair few players. I've got my team together ready for the Liga Cup when it comes out. I'm going to start off with a star boy himself, Jao Felix. This card is serious. Honestly, I've never been so surprised. I mean, you look at his card, you know he's going to be pretty good, but oh my days, he was outperforming player of the month with Mbappe comfortably. He is really, really good. Not a single fault, really, with him. Canales, brilliant. I've been using him at CDM. Fakir, I actually picked up his, like Rob says, I picked up his birthday card. Uh, didn't get it from Tesco, got it from the uh, Ultimate Team instead. But the five-star skills is just much better, isn't it, really? Um, Pedri, huge disappointment. This guy is fraudulent, honestly. Really? Terrible card. Oh. For, well, no, that's dramatic, as always. <laughs> but for one, I spent 1.6 mil on him. And I was so disappointed. For one, the guy looks like Haji in his 50s. You know, he's not got a real player face. Um, two, you're expecting a certain level of player for 1.6 mil. And you do not go at that at all. You know, I'd rather spend 800k on KDB's double the player than he is. Modric, I agree, Bristow is terrifying. You know, it's like Gail Platts jumping out at you. It's not a nice thing to see. Militao, quality player. Koundé, not using him enough yet, but Courtois is great. Akuna, I'm also using. Midfield, oh my days, what a baller. Munayin, I'm also using. I've picked up, I feel like I've got the entire bloody team. <laughs> you have a go. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I just, they're all so cheap. I thought, why not? I'll just give them a go. You know, like Munayin for 30k is a s absolute streamer. I don't know, not a streamer, sorry, a screamer. <laughs> a streamer, um, <laughs> And I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I say he's live on Twitch right now. Um, and then I've got to Thomas up top as well. Uh, I packed him and he's pretty terrible. For me, rating out of 10, I'm going to give it like a 9 for now because I think that could go up or down depending on how the upgrades are priced and you know what SBCs we might get in the future. I like the Isco one. I think it's a great one. Um, Navas, yeah, you know, cool. But I don't think he looks way better than Dest, who is... Still an amazing SPC if you did him around in the year. Uh, and Fatty, I've just started working towards, but I know our back page, Sam loves him. So that's a good one. Yeah, Fatty, I think definitely could be in contention for possibly the best S sorry, best objective card we've ever seen at this stage in the game. Again, looks amazing. Yet to use him. 
And I always think with objective cards, there's always something wrong with them because EA never want to give us a perfect card. Um, but Fatty looks incredible. And the only thing I am worried about with Liga Nos, sorry, not Liga Nos, La Liga, is the fact that they might, they may not do a La Liga Cup because they've added in this new draft frenzy mode. That's the mm. only thing because I feel like with the other two leagues, I'm pretty sure the the cup for that league was released on the Saturday or Friday. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know if I was I'm wrong on that or not. But again, with the drafting right now, I think that may be the thing replacing the uh, the yeah. cup for that week. That's the only Seems thing like I'm worried about. You get like a one of three eighty four plus a league player in it, so that maybe. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I think they've replaced it with so far. Which, again, I I actually really like the the cups they've been doing recently. Again, it gives you opportunity to use the players that you may not want to use that you pack from that team. Again, I use a lot of uh, Bundesliga players that would never use my team normally. Again, Kostic, um, Raum, a few other guys too. And again, with La Liga, if I pack a few guys here, that will give me a way to use them. But without that, again, they're just fodder. And uh, again, like I said, the team is great. A lot of cheap players in it too, which are incredible. Again, Canales is probably one of the looks like a great boxer box could be better than Deli Alley and he hasn't got the height hasn't got the dreads but another great card there too and again all these cards here even though some of them are cheap still an incredible league as well and then Mark for you finally again thoughts on the team any players that you want to use or have used so far and then we'll uh, we'll get your rating out of 10 for this team as well yeah I'm just going to start off by saying Vinicius Jr has had an unbelievable season I know his start was certainly a lot stronger than the end a little bit but how on earth is he the same rating as Pedri? I just want to put that out there now. I'm not saying Pedri's a bad player, but I think Vinicius Jr. has had a far superior season and I don't think they should both be the same rating. But yeah, um, in terms of the, the team, I think it's a good challenge for one of the best team of the seasons we've seen, at least for this year. Um, I've used Canales a little bit. I got him in one of the fodder packs. He's, he's pretty solid. He's nice. Apart from that, when I was going through and looking at the team, one card which did stand out, which no one's touched on so far, and it's probably because everyone else here is a good player at the game and I'm not, is Edin Militao. <laughs> he does, honestly, to me anyways, look very solid as a centre-half. And nostalgia. Nostalgia playing into this here from his flashback in FIFA 20, the COVID year. So, uh, so yeah, I purchased Edin Militao as me centre-back just before here. That's why I was a little bit late tonight, because I was sniping him. And it fits in my team pretty nice because I do have the birthday of Danny Alves in my club. So he gets a strong link, strong link there. Can't review him yet because I haven't used him, but hopefully he's going to replace my Varane at that centre-back. And yeah, apart from that, I think the obvious ones which stand out are your Felix, your Vinny Jr., all the big boys. It's a very, very solid team. The fatty objective looks great. Jesus Navas has an objective again. He still looks solid although he might not get into many people's teams. He's always one of them players in FIFA history who's always been pretty sweaty just because of how fast he is. I think the Isco card looks pretty solid. And if I am going to complain about this team a little bit is I feel like there's they had so many potential opportunities for SBCs and objective cards when I look back. End of an era, Sergio Aguero. Again, these could come in the next few days. I've not really seen many leaks. I've tried to stay away. But an end of the era, Sergio Aguero, uh, team of the season moments of Bamiyan because I know he's done well since he got there. Gareth Bale could have been another card as well. I know he's had a few cards in recent weeks, but I feel like they really missed the boat on a few of these. 
the community would have liked these cards. They've historically been good cards in the past. Again, we might see him in the coming days, but who knows? So yeah, that, that's the only real complaint I've got about La Liga. But apart from that, the team is absolutely cracked. And I think I'll give it an 8.5. If Aguero comes, I'll get 8.5 for now. Okay. I, I, I can get behind that. I think it's tough again to like get any league to be a 10 out of 10, I think, as we get to... Uh, I think Serie A again, looking ahead, Serie A will be a tough one, but I think Liga 1 possibly could be that 10 out of 10 league. But again, like Mark said, there's loads of opportunities for good objective cards. Not, sorry, not objective, but more SBCs. So the next week or so, again, a lot of potential for those cards too. Again, Marcelo Endovira as well. Obviously, Bale, I know he's got the, the, the road to the final card, but again, similar cards there too, again, with flashbacks and the Veras. Hopefully see more of that in the coming weeks as well. Again, kind of adding to that more like premium SBC kind of category as well. But again, Liga Nos, sorry, La Liga. Sorry, there's all these Ligas are uh, messing me <laughs> up here, but La Liga definitely by far, I think. And again, one player too I want to touch on a little bit no one's really gone over was uh, David Alaba again. Always been a, uh, a favourite of mine on FIFA. Again, I know he's a centre-back, but again, could be a, a great left-back. I know he's got only 88 pace there, but could be used there also. And even as a CDM, I've been using him this weekend as a super sub been absolutely unreal for me at cdm so again plenty of players in this team who will again if you pack definitely are usable and i want to roll into again we had the league nos release today the, the league that i keep mentioning um but again i want to get you guys thoughts on league nos again we'll go over it quickly again not again another minor league with uh, a few players that stand out again no one really there'll be one player i think everyone's going to mention um and obviously thoughts on the team any players you want to try and then we'll do the uh there's two additional players which Really, I don't think anyone will be using anyway. And obviously, the, the rank out of 10. Jack, go to you first in this one. Ligonos, thoughts on it? And, uh, of course, the rating. I mean, it's better than a four, I think. Uh, slightly this time. You reckon this is I better than the Saudi, the Saudi League? I think ever so slightly, yeah. Um, you've got Nunes, who is obviously the standout. That's He looks dreamy. You know, I don't think anyone's expecting this card to get a five-star skill upgrade as well, considering that... When I've seen him, when you know, not that I watch Benfica week in, week out, he doesn't look like the most deft on his feet, uh, you know. But I'm not complaining. I love five star skills. So Rafa, I think looks brilliant. I play four two three one. So these type of players like Rafa, I think have got a real spot in my heart because they're <laughs> going to be really good wide cams. He's got 99 stamina. You know, he's dribbling. He's 99, 98 in terms of agility and balance. His passing's really good. He's obviously got 99 pace, which is always you know, quite nice, and he's short and lean, so he's going to feel really responsive. I think Grimaldo and Pedro Porro also look like really good fullbacks. It's a shame both of them didn't get a four-star skill upgrade because, you know, we've, we've seen quite a few uh, fullbacks having four-star now, and if you do build up with them, which I know a lot of people do, it is really handy. Um, I think then, apart from that, it kind of goes downhill really quite quickly. I mean, everyone else is pretty much fodder price. Quartes actually was pretty... Really quite good, in fact. I know he's only 30k, but he's high on average. He's six foot five, you know, 60 jumping, which is, so he's basically going to be like a juice up Suli. And for 30k, I mean, granted, he's got terrible links, but he's going to be all right. And then the rest of them are pretty much rubbish. Um, I'm going to give it a, like maybe a maybe a five this time. Okay, one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I. I. Uh, do you. Do you want to go back and change your Saudi league rating at all? Or not? I'm gonna give the Saudi league a five as well now. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair play. I'm brutal. I need. I need what something big. Get a ten for you. None. <laughs> <laughs> 
rest of the world. Um, but yeah, this one is it's a bit of a weird one again. I think this league had potential to be one of, if not the best, minor league. But EA just kind of not cared about the ratings at all. This one again, we've got a few cards in here with the with three-star skill moves. Ricardo Horta, three-star skills. A few of the midfielders too. Uribe could have been amazing card. But again, the boost on him are minimal. But like I said, mentioned Darwin Nunez with the five-star skill upgrade. Although, from what I've seen of Nunez, he is the least li likely guy to get five-star skills in the whole of Tots. And somehow they've given it to him. So fair play, I'm not complaining, but... That's one guy I'm like, how the hell has this guy got five star skills? Because he is the far as far away from a skiller as possible that you can get. Um, but again, I think five's a, five's a fair rating here. Mark, go to you next here. Obviously, Liga Nos, I can't imagine you'd have uh, been looking at too many of these cards to get into your team. But go through it quickly, kind of, and your rating as well for this team. Yeah, just very quickly. Um, I'm actually torn. I've been trying to think what am I going to rate this team because I feel like this is the top cards that was touched on, like the Nunez is. Yeah, you've got Pedro Porro and Rafa who are the top cards. And then apart from that, it gets absolute shock, shocking. There's not really much in between. The one thing I do like about this is there seems to be a lot of cards in Liga Nos that you could link them to, which might not be the best cards, but if you're just starting on foot, you can make a pretty solid team for pretty cheap. So, yeah, I mean, apart from that, there's nothing really to excite me about here. I think I'll give it a solid 7 out of 10 and we'll see what comes SBCs in a week. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that can really save this team is SBCs. I mean, again, like I mentioned there, Liga Nos usually gets a lot of love throughout the year with kind of with promos, special cards, things like that. So again, it's not like this league is impossible to link in. A lot of kind of, you've got Portuguese players, Spanish, Brazilian. Um, again, you've got the Uruguayan players, Quartas and Nunes, you can get strong link there. Maybe if you want to link them into uh, Mr. Luis Suarez, who I'm lucky enough to have as a red but apart from that, I mean, it's a it's an iffy one. And obviously, one guy you've not touched on yet is um, is Taremi, who again, Taremi looks like a good card. Uh, four star, four star, Iranian, which I don't know any other player that would link to him. Um, I guess my my foot knowledge of Iranian players isn't the best, uh, so it's a tough one there. But it, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird one because Liganos could have been so much better. And Robbie, for you, go to lastly here. Obviously, thoughts on the team, and then uh, the rating as well. Yeah, like you say, it's pretty much Nunes or Bust, isn't it? Um, I, I can't see why he's 750k. I suppose it's just the hype around him in terms of real-life football at the minute as well. I don't think he'd be as good as Taliska. He doesn't have any traits other than speed dribbler, which is a, an AI trait. I think that kind of lets him down a little bit. High in average as well. You know, he looked good. Like you say, I don't think he's worth 750k. I think if you, if you do pick him up, you might find him a little bit clunky, but I'd be interested in giving him a go. It's unfortunate that Here's the thing, because they give like one player out of 11 a booster card like this, and people are angry that they aren't in red picks. But I think if you get in like a red Ricardo Horta, everyone's going to be raging. So it, there's no pleasing people these days. Um, you're damned if you do, and damned if you don't sometimes if you're EA. Um, I think Pedro Porro looks like a, a decent right back. Um, make sure you don't use him in your team with uh, Jao Felix. It'd be a big red link. He's shagging his misses. I don't know if you know. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, she cheated on him. I look out for my boy Zhao. <laughs> um, Rafa, like you say, he's a winger, isn't he? It's a shame he didn't have like a five-star skill, make him a little bit juicier, but he looks fantastic. Um, Paolo Otavio, now he's... Whenever I see like a winger or anything with like 70-odd defending, it charms me a little bit. It piques my interest. 
Because he's one of them that you can play on the wing, and then if you change into a different formation, you can drop him into centre mid and do a decent job. So hit one interception, 77 stand tackle. It's not bad, I suppose. He's not going to be like an amazing centre mid, but he'd do a job for 28k. And then Coates, I'm happy that he's got one because it means I can't pack his 83 for a week, which is <laughs> new good news for my transfer list because about 10 of him on there because I just keep packing him. Um, one thing that I will touch on quickly is the Pedrinho SBC. He looks pretty good. Having used his silver star as well, his long shots are cracked. If you look at his stats, he's got 99 shot power, 99 long shots, 99 volleys as well, 99 agility, 99 balance. That man could be a bit saucy in the midfield. I've got two words for you, Robbie. Three star, three star. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. Why give him this juiced up card and then give him three star skills, three star weak foot? Just give him a four star, four star. No one is going to complain if you give Pedrinho a four star, four star, are they? It's just like that. They're just... They're almost there, and then they just whiff it at the final step, I think. Yeah, it's, just, um, it's a strange one there. Yeah. I don't get Padrino, right I don't know. 10. I don't know. What did I give Sahadi? 8.5. I'll say... I'm going to say a 6.5. Okay. Are you, are you keeping the 8.5 with Sahadi as well? Like final yeah, one? so this good is my boy, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think Ligue Nost like had so much more potential for it. Um... He's a bit of a weird one again. EA dropped the ball with this one, I think. Again, I don't know why. And I was thinking again, I was nervous at the, at the beginning of Tots because we're about, I was about to see six six or seven weeks of Tots with similar kind of stat, stats cards released every single week and not really a gradual improvement as we go through again. The first week of Tots and the last week having kind of similar stats players. But then we got to Liga, uh, La Liga and I was like, okay, EA might have been boosting up the power curve a little bit with this team. And then they bring out Liga Nos, and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, why Why have you done this? Why have you done this to us? They could have done so much more with it. Again, EA usually like Liga Nos. They give us a lot of cards throughout the year with it. And then they do this, and it's like, what's the point? Again, minor leagues, again, like we said earlier, if they can boost them up enough to make you think about them in your team, great. Other than that, if they aren't anywhere near the stats of players that are easy to get in your team, there's no point trying to find a way to finagle a, a guy in your team anyway. It's so tough. Um, but yeah, ratings there, I think, are just, I think it's just a bit, a little bit disappointing with Liganos when it could have been so much better. And uh, we'll go over kind of um, a few more additional content things released today. We also had, we're recording this on Sunday too. So we had the showdown in Karlsdorp and Senesi SPCs for the uh, for the upcoming Europa Conference League final. So those are some decent cards there. Obviously, we're going to see UCL showdown, which again, I've got no idea who Liverpool are going to have because they've had so many players with a with a special card ready this year. So maybe a, a kind of a minor player might get one too. And then the uh, 93 plus prime icon moments pack, which most people have a lot of fodder from uh, from Tots already. So that pack should be okay to get done. It is 288 teams and at 289, sorry, 288s and 289. So again, looks expensive. I think it's coming in around 600K. So isn't too bad. But obviously riding on the coattail of the, uh, the prime icon moments pack. I want to go through you guys, a quick kind of discussion here going over icons. I think icons... I've always been some of the best cards in FIFA, and so they should be again. They are icons for a reason. They are some of the best guys who ever played the game of football. But this year, I feel like we've got to a point now where icons really aren't that good. And again, we've got Vieira's, these kind of big guys who usually are incredible throughout TOTS 2. But now we're seeing them being surpassed by a lot of cards in these recent teams. I want to get your guys' take really that are icons good enough? And should EA change the kind of ratings of icons going into uh, next year as well? Jack, we'll go to you first in this one, then we'll go Mark, and then we'll go Robbie to finish off. 
What are your thoughts on this with icons? So for icons for me, I think we need to scrap baby and mids. I do not see the point in them whatsoever because they are typically terrible. You know, you, you don't see many good mid or baby icons. And then there's often a huge jump, I think, from mids uh, to primes and equally from babies to mids. It's There's too big of a gap. I think we should have uh, just an icon for the entire year. That's the one you can pay. And then moments comes out, you know, at whatever point they decide to bring it out. And that should be it. They need to boost the stats of a lot of them to make them relevant. I don't think I don't think there's any point in saying, you know, they need to make the gameplay different so that Inzaghi is better. Just boost his stats, for God's sake. There's no other way that people are going to use him. Because the gameplay in FIFA is never going to change. It's always going to be like pace, dribbling, that type of thing. Just make him better. I don't care if he's unrealistic. Who cares? Like, who cares? Literally, who cares? Not me. Um, <laughs> in terms of the other content we've had, that Karstorp and Senesi, by the way, are really good SBCs. You know, Karstorp is only um, 50k or 60k-ish, and Senesi is only about 40k. Both great. I mean, you could probably do both of them. Senesi maybe a little bit harder to link, but Karstorp is a great right mid in a 3-5-2 or something. In general, I think that icon pack is maybe a touch overpriced, though, for the fact that it's still in that. I know it's crazy to say a 93-plus Prime Icon Moments pack uh, isn't the greatest, but there are still quite a lot in there that you don't really want to pack. But altogether, icons, scrap baby and mids, make the primes better, and uh, I think that'll help out a hell of a lot without doing any major changes, to be honest. Yeah, and then one weird thing for me was the fact that when they did the the additional foot captain's promo with these uh, boosted hero cards. They boosted these hero cards to be better than some of the moments icons of some of the best players in the game. And I'm not saying Di Natale isn't a, wasn't a great player, but no way should Di Natale be better than like a lot of these top tier icons that are in the game. There's a reason why he's a hero card, not an icon card. So it's very strange for me there. But again, definitely agree with their icons. Whether they change something remains to be seen, but something needs to be changed or adjusted. With these icons, whether it be the ratings, the amount of kind of cards they get in the game, but I think definitely going to next year, there needs to be a change there too. And Mark, for you, obviously, I know your favourite icon of all time is always pretty much fodder anyway for you. Um, and obviously, I know icons are very close to your heart as well. I've been playing the game for a while, but kind of icons for you, what do you think can be adjusted with them really? And obviously, I'm I'm sure you're going to do the uh, the night three plus prime icon moments pack at some point, aren't you? Yeah, I've already done it. I got Carlos Alberto. It was shocking. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that's a great point made there about scrapping the mids and the babies just off completely. Because again, they're relevant for the first few weeks when no one can really afford them. And then they pretty much are irrelevant. I think there's a lot of, there is a lot of icons in the game. I think 100 is a lot. And then if, if you think each one's got four different variations, that's like 400 different cards in the game. Can we take some icons away you know, the Inzaghi's, Raquel Mays, these sorts of players, do they need to be there? Do they need to be icons? If we took them sorts of players away, would it... Because I feel like after a few years of the same icons, it gets a little bit stale. So if we could add some different ones, which we haven't seen before, I think that might spice things up a little bit. But yeah, I think, again, it comes back to how many cards that EA bring out during the year. I think that's the reason we're simply here now thinking some top prime icon moments are not good enough when previous years they've always been good throughout the year. 
Yeah, it's a weird one there. Obviously, I know, again, Icon's been around for a long time. We've obviously had the Legend previously. And again, it's nice to have a lot of them in the game. But also now with the heroes in the game too, you could almost take away some Icons and make them into heroes. And with the heroes then too, it does leave the door open for a lot more cards to get a, a special card in the game who have obviously retired that maybe aren't good enough for an Icon. But then at least make these hero cards good also. Again, we had a few hero cards like a, a Jan Kohler, a, a Lars Ricken, a lot of these other guys who would never be in teams anyway, who were kind of nice little guys to have in the game. But again, it's tough to say like, I'll oh, make every single player who you put as a hero icon good because again, you have to make them kind of somewhat realistic to what they were in real life. But again, when people play Ultimate Team to use these, well, let's say, unrealistic cards anyway. Again, the fact that you've got like, all these crazy cards in the game were like boosted pacings of that. Who again, like Harry Kane, his his card again. It was nothing like how he plays in real life, but it's a good looking card. It's a good card, but people aren't going to complain. Oh, this card's not realistic. But then why not make these other icons, say in Zaggy, Vieri, these other guys have more pace again. You haven't got to make them truly realistic what they were in real life, but at least make them usable in the game so people then want to use them anyway. It's a tough one again too, because you, you obviously everyone wants the realism in FIFA. You want that to be a realistic element, element of the game and you want players to play like how, how they play in real life. But people love the promos, which then bring the players that aren't usable to make them usable, which is kind of a, it's a double-edged sword again. It's tough to kind of please everyone with that kind of thing. But it's making sure that the players in the game, at least these legends, heroes, icons, whatever, are usable for a lot of the year. And not just kind of a, a fad to have in the game. And again, I've not packed a single icon this year, regardless of even the, even the worst ones. I've not packed a single one from a normal pack. Again, they're very hard to get. But they aren't that good to be that unattainable for me anyway. And probably for you to finish up here, kind of icons, are they good enough for you? What can be change of icons? And obviously thoughts on the, the icon pack as well that's just come out too. I think it's a case of there's like the... Upper, upper echelon, obviously, are still good enough. But then when it gets... Like, you've got icon moments. We haven't been out all that long being less than 300k for, like, pretty decent ones. Like, a, a moment's Raul, who is... He's a, he's a good card, really, at the end of the day. He's 300k. And I think it's just because the market this year is a mess anyway. Um, but I think icons do have a different feel to a different player. Like, for example, that Vieira. He's, like, what, 1.5 mil, something like that. People are saying, you know, that's team of season Sangare. He's got better stats than him, but you're not. There's no way in hell that he plays anywhere near as good as Vieira. There's definitely. We always say there's an icon factor. Icons just have a, a different feel. Like a moment's Kaka, who Jack's got. Jack loves him. He plays way above his stats. They just do have something different about them. Going back to like the days of like FIFA 14 with uh, with legends, like they had something else. Their stats weren't that great, but they just had a different. There must be something hard-coded into games to just make them a bit more cheesy, a bit better. But yeah, I think, like you say, there's got to be a way to maybe prolong them a little bit. Like you say, babies and mids are useless this time of year unless it's literally, like you say, the O'Croix, people like that. And I, there's just there's too much of a disparity, especially when it comes to icon packs. It's either ecstasy or it's heartbreak. Like going from a Paul Scholes to a Pele is ridiculous. And I know it all too well. <laughs> I never get good icon packs. Um, but yeah, I think it's a hard way to fix because like you say, you want to keep the realism. You don't want to have like a a Perla with 99 pace and whatnot because it's, it's just not realistic. But the same way, you don't want to use a Perla even if he is your favourite player. You don't want to use him being slow. It's just, it's a hard thing for them to do. 
in terms of like taking them out, I don't think, I don't know, I feel like they'd just lose money from doing that. And I don't think that's really on EA's uh, to-do list. Um, but like I say, there's still a lot of good icons. Like that Schweinsteiger is one that comes to mind as well. I think as a box-to-box, 300k, he's going to do a fantastic job. And as well, they, they get links. There's, especially with team of the season, like you say, players like Taliska, that's going to be so hard to link. You need a few icons on your team at this stage of the game if you want to keep swapping your team with the Reds every week. You need icons to get those links. And that's why the icon SBCs are, are so crucial. I've done Vieira. I, I was close to doing Cantona, but I didn't do it in the end. Just bring more of them out as well. Maybe I know they keep bringing Moments ones out, but maybe, like Jack says, a Prime Cruyff. If, if a Moments Cruyff is too much, maybe bring out like a Prime Cruyff. Just give people the option of, of building towards them throughout the year. I think they were doing really well with it, and then since the season, they've just sort of forgot about it, I guess, which is it's annoying, but, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, icons, I think icons are always a interesting topic too within the game as well. And obviously, everyone wants to get them in your team, and then when you get to that one point where they're not good enough, that's where you're kind of like, okay, this is a bit, it's a bit weird here. But again, like you said, people need icons in the team now. Obviously, like you said, Sangare has somewhat better stats than Vieira. Obviously, won't play as good as him. But it's here saying that EA, why, why have you not made Vieira's stats better anyway to to match how he should play in game anyway? It's a weird one there. And I think, again, icons will, will always be a debatable topic, I think, within the game until they truly are the best of the best for the whole year. Although they don't want to give us really, really good used-up cards too early as well. So maybe, again, delay the release of Moments Icons until for later in the year to then allow them to be better. And obviously, we've seen this year, obviously, with the, the Bobby Moore pace upgrade, Franco Baresi with a pace upgrade. A lot of these players, defenders especially too, had a massive pace boost compared to previous years to then make them more fall in line with the kind of the average stats of centre-backs this year too. But again, we want to see kind of more upgrades to these kind of bigger players too. Again, Kaka had a downgrade, I think, from last year. A lot of these icons are... Obviously, their moments change from year to year to year. But it's making sure that their moments cards really are good enough to last throughout TOTS and obviously after TOTS too when, again, we do see these massively juiced up cards. But obviously, icons, whilst they are a vital part of the game, it does kind of seem a bit weird to still be using them when, again, like I said, guys like Sangari, who's, what, 30, 40k, probably is better, but in the links are rough for him as well. And I want to roll into kind of one more discussion here with a question here from Greg Hartley. Um, Greg has been a guest on the podcast plenty of times as well. He says, my, my question is regarding the end of the FIFA cycle and Team of the Week. Should EA disregard Team of the Week when TOTS comes out? And if so, what should they do to put in place of Team of the Week? And it's an interesting one here too. And I kind of want to add on kind of your thoughts on Team of the Week and what EA can do to change it going forward. Because again, with this Team of the Week we've had recently, looking over it, we've got kind of one player above like 80k here and that's Kevin De Bruyne oh sorry two Mateo and Anders as well but again I know Team of the Week has been kind of pretty lacklustre the whole year and especially now in the Tots too kind of what do you guys think should happen regarding Team of the Week going to the Tots and obviously add it on to kind of what can EA do to change Team of the Week going forward and Robbie we'll go to you first on this one here now what are your thoughts on Team of the Week and what are, they, what are your thoughts on right now too I love the idea of Team of the Week I think you know as a football fan, watching your team play, someone scores two goals, you're like, sick, they're going to get an inform. And then it, it comes to Wednesday afternoon, they announce it, and it's just, it's like a 10k fodder card. It's just a bit annoying. I don't know how they could do it again, because it's just a slippery slope in terms of the power curve. If they juice it too much, everyone for the rest of the year is just going to have to keep living up to that potential. They can't keep building on it. It's going to be hard to, to make the game last <clears throat> 12 months all the way up to like the next game coming out if they do that. 
I don't know. Really, I, I genuinely don't know how they could do it. It's maybe just boosting them a bit, or having like a temporary boost, maybe, or skill move weak foot boosts. It's a it's a really hard one to to do because it's nice having real life performances reflect in game. Maybe having maybe making it like live cards or something like that. Um, so if they build on that performance, if they say get a, another goal next game, maybe that inform upgrades or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going the wrong way, isn't it? Like an eighty eight rated inform Benyed is twenty five k. That would never happen before. It's it's phasing out. They need to do something with it. Whether they will remains to be seen. I don't know if I can see it myself. I know when it was COVID times, they did like a team of the season moments, like flashing back to old team of the weeks, and they still used bad team of the weeks. It, I don't know. It, whoever the team of the week guy is needs firing, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one too, I guess, because obviously we've all played throughout FIFA's where team of the week has been kind of, you, you wait for that like, Whenever they release it, you wait for it and you think, okay, what, what's this team going to be like? Looking forward to the team every single week. When, when, when you're looking over the predictions on a Monday, you think, okay, this guy could get my team if he gets a card. And we all look forward to it. And I think now the issue which has kind of killed off Team of the Week is like the, the video killed the radio star. It's more of a the promo. Promos have killed the, the Team of the Week. Again, the promos are so juiced up week and week and week. We have so many of them that it kind of just kills team of the week every single week and whether they kind of they make the team of the week players have a higher boost and not follow the the inform upgrade pattern that they have done for so long maybe that helps it then and they kind of maybe decrease the amount of promos they have in the game so there isn't so many special cards but then make the team of the week better so then we look forward to it more and obviously they again they've got to be careful about the power curve and such with the team of the week cards but there's not many times when we have a team of the week card which is really you think that oh my god this card is way above the power curve that never happens because of the way the inform boosts go so maybe change it up a little bit obviously with this year we've had the feature team of the week which has given us a kind of a, an additional boost on the player but maybe give that to more than one player or have a, a maybe a, a bigger featured player boost remains to be seen but it's a tough one there and then Jack Rudy next on this one and then finish it with Mark Jack thoughts on team of the week kind of team of the week throughout tots as well and what can be done with team of the week to make it again great again so for me, like Rob says, I think we need to make it more dynamic. I think when we get most excited about content, it's when it's live. You know, showdowns for me are amazing. They're some of the best SPCs they bring out. I think, I'm not sure, you know, the logistics of it, I've not really thought it through, but maybe making them like one to watchers aren't now. Say they're dynamic. This is, you know, it could not be team of the week as we know it now. Say you pack the team of the week card, if they score another four goals that month, they get another upgrade, another four goals. They get. I think they need to be upgradable. Um, or, I think what they should do is match the level of boost to the current promo. You know, whether you apply the theme of the promo. So, you know, say we got, when we had rule breakers at the start of the year, apply that type of theme to these guys, coincide it with, you know, there's no reason why you can't do that. Because if you just put a few graphics, like the rule breakers team of the week, and then it's still these performance-based cards that are getting the you know a really good boost. So you know you can say they deserve it. I don't get why we're still following the formula that we've followed since like FIFA 10 or when you know I can't even remember when they came up with the formula. I think it was maybe FIFA 12 or 13 or something. But there's no reason to do it 
at all because it's just outdated. Like you say, Bristow, we get a promo every single week. I don't feel tired of the promos. I think they're the increased variety a lot. I remember I don't like the days of old, you know, thinking of like FIFA 12 and 13. We did not get many promo cards at all, uh, if any, sometimes. So you found that the teams, if anything, were actually a lot more similar uh, without the uh, the promos. I just think Team of the Week just needs a refresh. You know, I'm not paid to do it. Get some EA guy that's on like 100 grand a year. That's your job, pal. Get it done. Okay. Maybe if there's a job going there, uh, move, move stuff out to Vancouver. And, oh my God, uh, get me in help there. Them out. I'd sort them out. <laughs> that's a, that's a great point there too. It's again, this is very a very outdated system again. This kind of upgrade path they've always gone with. It's been around for so long again, and they've changed too many things in the game. They've changed how the promos are in the game. The kind of the way there's a promo every single week. And the one idea you said there that I really liked was the kind of the promo team of the week, which again, whatever the promo is, obviously they couldn't do it every week, but like I have a have a themed team of the week to coincide with that promo, which again gives us kind of more things to look forward to. And again, because throughout the year, I've not had any many Team of the Weeks where I've gone, right, I want to get that guy from Team of the Week in my team. I never see many inform cards on anyone's teams. And obviously now we've got red tots for our red picks from tots. Obviously we'll see red picks in teams. But apart from like, again, the, the top three or four players in the world, you don't see many red picks throughout the year in people's teams when you're planning against them anyway too. And then Mark, to finish up here, obviously I know Mark, you've been a, you're a, also an OG in the FIFA scene as far as... Um, the uh, for older armor teams go for you. What would you want to uh, change with Team of the Week going forward as well? I really like the point which was made where we said if they score X amount of goals in a month, they can still get an, uh, an additional upgrade to the Team of the Week. I think that would be a fantastic addition because how many times have we heard they can't get another Team team of the Week because they're in this week's Team of the Week? So, for instance, a Mohamed Salah, if he scores a hat-trick at the weekend and then back-to-back hat-tricks, he's not going to get another inform. But if he scores three goals, why not just give him a plus one in his shooting for that game and something a little bit like that? I also think, I think back to FIFA 11 with that bronze inform Wallison when he scored a 46-yard goal for his hat-trick. You're nodding your head, so we know about yeah. him. But they then give him a 46-rated card, which I know it's a fun card. It's, it's not as serious as it was now. This weekend, I know Balotelli, I think he scored four or five goals at the weekend. So why not give him a Team of the Week card with 99 shooting? He's still not going to be overpowered. It's just going to be a normal card, but he's just going to have one same stat. So something like that, I think, would add a bit of enjoyment back to the game. Or even if I touch on Balotelli again, it might be perfect timing with Serie A Team of the Season coming up. FIFA 13, he had a fantastic Team of the Season card. Why not give him, give him an inform which it's sort of like a flashback to that team of the season card as well. So again, it's getting stale, but how much can we change this? Because it is the performance-based card. It's been there from the beginning. I don't know how much we can change with it, but I think something does need to happen. For me, sorry. It does feel like for me that EA have sometimes lost the humour that they used to have. Like, I don't know if you remember Mark and Rob, but... Felipe Melo. In, I was about to say Felipe yeah. Melo, goalkeeper mm. in form proper laugh you know i remember they gave um castro a hero card for the charity that he did you know he got like a 99 rate card yeah. cards like that i don't see why we don't have more fun with four you know they treat it like silver informer card of vasto like 93 shooting vasto, bro he was an absolute legend when he was yeah. at west ham he was yeah. amazing i had him 
And I don't see why we can't sometimes go back to stuff like that. It does feel yeah. like EA, they treat FIFA like some really serious game when at the end of the day, it's just a footy game, isn't it? Well, the thing is that, that which is weird too, is that they make these promos with these crazy additions where it makes like a goalkeeper a five-star skills or a big boost here and there. The promos still have that fun side of them, but it's a team of the week, which is kind of like, ugh, like no one, no one cares about yeah. team of the week, yeah. which they need it's to like, add more of the promo stuff in with the team of the week yeah. as well. It makes me feel like there's like a 50-year-old bloke in charge of team of the week. Like, no, it's not changing. It's perfect how it is. He's just stuck in his ways. He's a dinosaur. He wants to keep the heritage of team of the week alive. You, you honestly could be spot on there as well again because team of the week yeah. again, it's been in, been a staple in the game for so long. Every single week is there without fail. But again, now it's got to a point where it hasn't changed again. EA have changed foot champs multiple times. They've changed the division rival stuff multiple times. But why is Team of the Week still the way it is? Even though for multiple years now we're banging on that it isn't good enough. The red picks aren't good enough. Maybe they put promo cards and red picks. But without doing that, Team of the Week has to change in some shape or form. We're going to go through our guests now and where you can find them, Mark. We'll go to you first. Where can people find you? I'm over on Twitter and TikTok at MarkFootTrader. And thanks for having me once again, Max. No worries, Mark. Thank you for coming on again. And then the boys from Backbridge Gaming, who is gonna, uh, who's going to do it here? Watch out, take it away. Okay, so you can find us at Backpage Gaming on every single social, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, all that good stuff. Daily uploads over on the YouTube channel, 12pm UK time every day. And we're also trying to do daily uploads on TikTok now with some of our behind-the-scenes exploits and things that might not make it to video. And what kind of content can we see from you guys too? Absolutely everything. You know, last time I came on here, I was flexing about the fact I was a verified foot champs player. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I am actually now a top 300 division rivals player. We're bringing out custom tactics that I use, you know. I reveal the seat, you know, I unveil the, you know, what is it? Behind the curtain. curtain. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> this is how the pros do it. Uh, we got player reviews and then we've also got squad builders. We've got absolutely everything you can imagine. Top 300. Okay. Yeah, no problem. That's, you uh, can put that in the description if you like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great considering there's only about 400 players on Xbox anyway. Um, <laughs> but no, appreciate you guys coming on again. Obviously, for those, all those guys listening, podcasts will be out every single Monday. Also, follow us over on Twitter for Footsake Pod. And then if you do want to check out our Twitter too, you'll see who our first sponsor of the podcast is. And, uh, and yeah, see you guys very, very soon. Mm-hmm.